Welcome to the Radiant Podcast. We are so glad you joined us today. This podcast features messages, interviews, and discussions from Radiant Church located in Seneca, South Carolina. For more information about Radiant, visit RadiantChurchSC.com. Here's today's episode. Welcome to Radiant Church. My name is Andrew. I'm the lead pastor. We're so glad you could join us today from wherever you're watching or listening from. If this is your first time joining us, hey, go to RadiantChurchSC.com and click I'm new. If you have that short form online for us as a way of saying thanks, we're going to donate $5 to one of the nonprofits that has listed. Man, I love this time of year, right? I love this season. We just celebrated Thanksgiving and we had friends and family over and plenty of laughs, lots of food, too much food, and uh, just a great week of fun. And now we're jumping headlong into Christmas and even more parties and more food and more family and obviously a lot more fun too, right? Uh, but this year feels a little, little different, you know? Like, I mean, it could just be me, but I feel like this year, you know, 2021, it just feels different to me. The world seems really unstable. It's not, you know, total chaos, but for most of us, we really feel like the uncertainty. You know, prices for absolutely everything are way higher. You know, it's estimated the average family has seen their cost of living increase 26% this year alone, which far outpaces a typical 3 to 4% wage increase most of us see each year to keep up with just, you know, normal inflation, right? But people's jobs are in jeopardy. I'm not telling you, you know, what stance to take on, you know, the vaccine, but we can acknowledge that there's a lot of folks out there, maybe even you, um, you're under a great deal of pressure, right? Like you want to feed your family, you need to feed your family, but you want to make your own decisions about your own health and whether that's taking the vaccine or not, you'd like to make that choice and it's being made for you. And that's really stressful. Supply chain disruptions, boy, those have disrupted everything. I mean, they've affected everything from food and Christmas to air filters for your car and even aluminum. How many of you are heading to the store and picking up, you know, like one or two extra items, you know, each time? This is just, just because you, you may have to wait weeks for the next round of supplies to come in. And that's just what's happening in our world right now. That's not to mention what's happening in your own life. We, uh, we carry a lot with us, right? Like, I mean, each and every day, there's a lot we shoulder. And sometimes we feel the pressure and the stress and the anxiety more in certain seasons as opposed to others. You know, during, during my junior year of college, I was studying like mad for the LSAT. That's the entrance exam you take for law school. And it was so bad. I mean, oh my gosh, I, I thought I, I was having a heart attack. <laughs> I, had, I had like an EKG and everything. Because I, I, I was convinced I was going to die. My daughter told me, it's like, man, you're just having panic attacks. Just run in the morning before the sun comes up. I used to, I used to be an avid runner. I don't look it anymore, but I used to run about 35 miles a week. So I, I did that just so I could mentally be in a place where I was relaxed enough to take on the day. That's kind of how crazy it was. I thought at the time I was the only one who really dealt with that issue, but I quickly discovered that I wasn't alone. Many of us struggle with anxiety. And, and if you don't struggle with anxiety, you probably struggle with something like related to it, you know, worry, depression, fear, that, that sort of thing. And, and most of us, well, actually I would say none of us, right? I was to say none of us, if we're honest, we want to struggle with this. I wouldn't say most, nobody wants to. Anxiety is a thief tries to squash and steal your joy. In fact, one of the definitions for the very word anxiety means to be pulled in different directions. Like we're literally halfway between hope and fear about a person or a situation when we have anxiety. And anxiety can play out in our lives on a lot of different ways. It plays out, you know, in our why questions. Like why did this person die? Why did that happen to me? It plays out, you know, in people. We all have someone who we get tense around, who stirs negative emotions. You know, that would be anxiety. 
anxiety. It also plays out in our, our worries and our fears. There are 500 identified phobias today, including phobophobia, that is a thing, which is the fear of having phobias. <laughs> Near the end of his letter to the Philippian Christians, Paul addresses anxiety head on. And not only does he address it directly, but because anxiety is just so deadly to our joy, because it can steal our joy so easily and so often, Paul includes some keys on how to defeat it. I want to take it to Philippians chapter 4, verse number 6. Don't worry about anything, he says. Instead, pray about everything and tell God what you need and thank Him for all that He's done. And then you will experience God's peace, which can exceed anything we can understand. His peace will guard your hearts and your minds as you live in Christ. Jesus. Look at verse number eight. And now, dear brothers and sisters, one final thing. Fix your thoughts on what's true and honorable and right and pure and lovely and admirable. Think about these things that are excellent and worthy of praise. Keep putting into practice all you've learned and receive from me everything you heard from me and saw me doing. And then, I love that, then the God of peace will be with you. It is a choice to allow the joy of the Lord to stir in our hearts. If you want to make a decision to walk in joy each day and not let anxiety steal it, then we need to be people of prayer. You've got to choose to pray if you want to defeat anxiety and walk in joy. And that's why the first thing Paul tells the Philippians to do about anxiety is to pray about everything. It's verse number six. Our first reaction, especially for us, you know, guys, right? You know, men, is to fix everything. It's like when my wife is upset, my first reaction is not always like, oh, let me comfort you. You know, <laughs> that's not it. It's typically, what can I do to fix it? I don't want you upset anymore. I don't want your heart broken. What can I do to fix this thing? You know, it's the same with my kids. Like, I want to fix it so they'll be fine. It's just hardwired into me and so many others. And guess what happens when we try to fix things ourselves? Oh yeah, anxiety. We, we become anxious and anxiety begins to work in us. We start working in overdrive. We start going from like one solution to the next. And as each solution fails, we get more anxious, right? So we start to think we're the problem. And then, you know, we realize that we're doing everything we can do and we're no longer the problem. So it must be other people, you know, it must be them. So we blame other folks for the issues we have going on. I've had people tell me they weren't healed in their situation. They didn't get better because not enough people prayed hard enough, you know, because others weren't really going after God like they were. So it wasn't, you know, it was their fault <laughs> that their healing didn't come through. Listen, you got to pray about everything, all right? But don't think for a moment that your situation isn't getting better because other people didn't step up to your standards. James tells us that the prayer of a righteous person, that implies personal responsibility, by the way, are you righteous? meaning are you right with God? That prayer um, of a righteous person is powerful, it's effective, and it produces wonderful results. So instead of trying to fix things ourselves and take control of our lives, why not pray and just let God have it? You know, let God carry that burden. Peter tells us to cast all of our anxieties and cares to God. He cares about you. So, you know, what we can't handle, God can so give your burdens over to Him. Give your anxiety over to Him. Pray about everything. And Paul tells us in verse number 7, we'll experience God's peace, which exceeds anything we can understand. And this will guard our hearts and our minds as we live for Christ. So if we're choosing to walk in joy and not anxiety, we have to pray, but we also have to think 
about the right things. You gotta think about the right things. Verse number eight. Now, dear brothers and sisters, one final thing, Paul says, fix your thoughts on what's true and honorable and right and pure and lovely and admirable. Think about these things that are excellent and worthy of praise. Now, this passage is a little interesting because Paul isn't calling us to think only of just heavenly things. He actually has like the Roman culture of his day in mind as he writes this. He wants his readers to look at their culture and find the things which are good, which are lovely, which are admirable. Think about those things. So it's okay as a follower of Christ to take into account the best this world has to offer. It is okay to do that. Even if it's not Christian, it's okay. You know, so as long as you're looking through the lens of the gospel, just don't get sucked into isolationism. I know a lot of Christians who find that really tempting. You know, all they listen to, Christian music, Christian books, Christian friends, Christian shirts, Christian pizza, Christian pets, like Christian whatever, you know. They just put themselves in this bubble and they try to stay there. And that's not what Paul has in mind here. Like he's, th he's thinking of things which are good in this world, in this culture, which can be used as tools to advance the message of Jesus. Now, I'm going to spend some time talking about at the end today, this topic right here, because I want you to know the why behind the what. But starting next week, we're kicking off a very different kind of experience at Radiant Church this Christmas called Christmas at the Movies. Now, I can tell you right now, there, there will not be a better time to bring somebody to church if you're here locally who needs Christ than right here in this message series we're going to be doing over the next three weeks, starting next week. Start thinking, who is the one person who needs to be here over the next few Sundays? You know, th this series is for them, okay? In fact, one of the reasons we're doing Christmas in the Movies is because there's, there's great stories of redemption, stories which uphold principles and values that God teaches found within some of the biggest and most popular films of the Christmas season. So we're choosing to look at something which doesn't carry the Christian, Christian label through the lens of the gospel, and we're finding the good things that Paul's talking about, which can advance the message of Christ. Now, not everything in our culture has that kind of value. We can all agree on that. Not every movie is redeemable. Uh, negativity can steal our joy, right? Anxiety can creep up in our negative thoughts. I mean, you, you just cannot soak yourself in Squid Game. I mean, I know it's popular, but listen, you watch that long enough and negativity will affect you. You can't bounce to music, which just glorifies violence and profanity and wild living all day long and not have those negative elements seep into your life. You've got to be protective about what you expose yourself to, especially long-term, because the wrong things will steal your joy. So look for the good, Paul is saying, right? Look for the right things. Put those into practice. Um, everything you've seen and heard from me, and then God's peace will be with you. That's what Paul is saying in verse number nine. So are you seeing a pattern develop here? Are you seeing the pattern? God's peace protects our joy when anxiety strikes. So finally, for to choose joy each day and defeat anxiety, we have to trust God in everything. Got to trust God in everything. Look at verse number 12. Still in Philippians 4, verse 12. I know how to live on almost nothing or with everything, Paul's saying. I've learned the secret of living in every situation, whether it's with a full stomach or an empty one, with plenty or little, for I can do everything through Christ. What a famous verse, right? Who gives me strength. You know why Paul can say that? Because Paul trusts in God. 
He doesn't get anxious. He doesn't let worry get a hold of him. The root word for worry, by the way, it literally means strangled. And that's what precisely worry does. It strangles you, right? Like it strangles you to death. It strangles you physically, mentally, emotionally. Uh, there's nothing worry can really do for you. There is only what worry can take from you. When we worry, we're not trusting God. We're trusting in ourselves. And we're putting everything on us instead of trusting in the very one who said this in Luke uh, chapter 12. Check this out. These are the words of Christ here. Uh, Don't worry about everyday life, whether you have enough food to eat or enough clothes to wear. For life is more than food and your body is more than clothing. Look at the ravens. They don't plant, they don't harvest, they don't store food in the barns. And yet God feeds them and you are far more valuable to him than any birds. Now check this out. In the very next verse, look at the question that Jesus asks. It's a rhetorical question here. He asks this in verse number 25. Can all your worries add a single moment to your life? Here's the thing about Paul. He chose to walk in joy, which meant he prayed about everything. He thought about the right things and he trusted God which meant ultimately Paul was content. Do you know that Philippians 4.13 is all about contentment? We hear it used all the time by athletes and people who accomplish great things, but that famous verse isn't about what you can accomplish through Christ. It's about the strength which comes to our spirit through being content with Jesus. I'm content with Christ. I can go without necessities because I trust God will provide for my basic needs. And if I'm content with Christ, I can be wealthy without catering to greed. Why? Because I I trust God to care for me. If I'm content with Christ, I can trust Him in every situation I find myself in. See, at the end of the day, our anxiety, it, it marks the spot where we're mistrusting God. Contentment allows us to fully trust Him. If you can be content, you can have incredible joy, which wins out in every single circumstance. So don't let anxiety steal your joy today. Choose instead to walk in the joy of the Lord that He gives you each and every day by praying about everything, by thinking about the right things, and by trusting in God. So what if you gave your anxiety over to the Lord? What if you chose to pray about everything, to think about those right things, and to fully trust in Him? How would that change your life? How would that change the lives of the people around you? God wants you to walk in joy every day, but it's a choice you have to make. So choose to pray, choose to think about the right things, choose to trust God, and you'll choose joy, which can set you free from the chains of anxiety. Let me pray for you here today. Father, I love you. Thank you for those who are watching and listening right now. Lord, I pray that as anxiety rears its ugly head in our lives, you know, it's always going to be at our doorstep. Worry is always going to be creeping around the corner. So many things in our lives to be concerned about, jobs and families and salaries and so much that's out there. God, I pray right now that you would bring about a peace to each and every person who feels the the, the strong hold of anxiety taking root. I pray, Lord, they would begin to pray about those things that have worried them, that have held them down, that have burdened them. As they pray about things they're worried about, anxious about, God, may they hand those issues over to you. You can't, 
you know, extend your life by worrying. You know, only take things from you. So I pray, Lord, they would hand that over to you. And as they trust you, Lord, I pray, God, that you would begin to bring that, that peace they need in their hearts. Help them to think about the right things, not to, not to think about what's negative. Think about what's positive, what comes from you, to look for the beautiful things in culture which we can use to shape the message of Christ, to advance the message of Christ, to really help us in our situations where we're feeling anxiety uh, come around. And Lord, to, to, to make sure we're trusting in you with everything we have. And if we can do those things, if we can pray, God, if we can think about the right things, if we can trust you, there is a peace that will guard our hearts and guard our lives. And there are those today who just so desperately need that peace. And I pray, Lord, as they, they, they do those three keys, they pray, they think about what's right, and they trust in you, that God, you would grant them that peace and free them from the anxiety which so plagues them. Thank you and praise you for who you are, for what you're going to do. And we ask this in your name. Amen. All right. Well, hey, I mentioned earlier that we're entering into a new series, a new experience in December called Christmas at the Movies here at Radiant. Uh, if you're local, we would love for you to join us, especially to bring somebody with you. If you're not local, I've got some you know, bad news. We can't show the clips from the films that we're going to be highlighting because of copyright laws. So, you know, we'll still have the messages online. Uh, we'll reference the clips, but we're not going to have the video to show you. I'm sorry. Uh, so that's why if you're local, we want you to invite someone to come with you and come experience this really special time with us over the next three weeks here at Radiant Church. Now, I realize for some of you, it might be a stretch. You might be you know, wondering, oh, why are we showing movies in church? You might even like showing movie clips in church at, at all, you know, and, and teaching from those types of clips. But if our mission is to minister to people and to reach folks for Christ, then this plays a role in it. And I will tell you that I'll never apologize for anything we do as a church that has a chance at reaching people for Jesus. If it's not sin, it, 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 it is an option on the table we should consider. And so we chose to do Christmas in the movies because God is everywhere. And that includes in the arts. And the arts include movies. And to really get to God, you know, you don't just need linear thought. You know, books like Romans and Galatians, oh, they're so good. But they're very, very linear. You also need the arts. Books like the Psalms and Proverbs and, and Song of Solomon. You know, the arts open our emotions. They open up the windows to our soul. And, and we get a chance to connect in ways that we couldn't with just complex thought. So there's one more reason that we're doing um, this series, okay? We, we, we're, as we tie in, you know, different movies each week, you guys are going to say, Pastor, this movie right here, it illustrates, you know, that point well. Or why did we do this movie? Because I think that movie hits the subject, you know, straight on. You know what that is? That's noticing God. It, he, he's right there in the story. I mean, we, we can't get away from him. He is everywhere. And so as we tell stories and we engage in the arts, God is present. He has no desire to stay safely in the confines of our spiritual lives. He wants access to all life as we know it. And so this series is really aimed at helping those who are far from God, those who might not be, you know, maybe they're on the fence even, right? Uh, maybe even new in their faith to connect with the Lord. There'll be application and lessons that every person can pull for sure. But this especially will be true for those who need to hear about and experience Christ. So we have in mind people who would not typically walk through these doors for an ordinary Sunday, or maybe, you know, they've been absent from church for, you know, a number of years. 
We have in mind these guys because we believe this. They're going to come in for something that's a little bit different. Um, and, and it will be very different. Every Sunday will be different. It's going to be completely structured in a, in a different way from what it has been for three whole weeks. And it will be a lot of fun. Man, we're going to have so much fun. It's not going to be gimmicky, but we're going to have a lot of fun. And we're going to reach people for Christ. And we're going to teach about life. And, 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 and we're going to invite folks to come to know God. And I do believe there will be those who say yes to Christ in this season series who may not have otherwise and may not have come on any other type of Sunday, but they'll come on this one. And I really believe right now that God is stirring hearts and people will respond to your invitation to come join you at Radiant during these few weeks. So bring in your coworkers who've walked away from church because it's just too political, right? Or too fake or too stuck up. Bring in your kids who only come with you on Easter or Mother's Day. You know, we're gonna work hard and do all that we can to create the right atmosphere uh, so those who haven't met Christ will be focused when they arrive and then they walk away uh, with Him in their lives. It's gonna be such a great series. Looking forward to it. Hey, thank you for joining us here today and for watching and listening from wherever you happen to be. We are so glad you're a part of Radiant Church. Let us know if we've impacted you in any way by going to our website, radiantchurchsc.com. Share your story, and we will see you again next time. Thanks for listening. If you have any questions or would like to reach out to us, you can do so by emailing us at media at radiantchurchsc.com or visit one of our social accounts on Facebook, Instagram, or YouTube. If you like what you heard today, subscribe to our podcast so you don't miss any future episodes and give us a five-star rating on the podcast platform that you listen to. We hope you have an amazing rest of your day.